I showed my plan to 1,200 people. 900 said no, and 300 listened to me. Of those 300, only 85 did something. But only 35 were serious. Of those 35, only 11 made me a billionaire. Bill Gates, 1955 AD. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, I would like to give you a warm welcome to the one, the only, Constructing the Beast. And I am your host, Darius Riddick, a.k.a. Warren Lion One, and what... A fantastic time to be alive, to once again to enjoy the fruits and the bounties that life provides to us. And of those bounties, the most important, the most enjoyable is shared information. Today's going to be a little bit short. I know, I understand, we haven't been together for quite some time now, but understand that there are a lot of things in the working, and I am honored, humble, and extremely excited to be able to provide these things to you, but in due time. But for now, Let's get into what we're really here to talk about today. I wanted to really hone in on some things that I've been thinking about lately. And, to, and, and really to do that, I wanted to read an excerpt from my, my first ever published book, uh, if, you, if you want to consider it that way, Constructing the Beast, The Seven Irrefutable Laws of a Limitless Human. And this comes from Law 3, which is G, the Law of Respect. And, you know, the last couple of times I've done this, uh, I did not do the courtesy of giving true background to you all to really understand where it actually is derived from and why this is so important and why it means so much to me to be able to provide this content to you all. But make no mistake, I'm going to rectify that today. OK, so first things first, the background and where all this started and where all it came from, how it came to fruition is one of my first duty stations. Actually, my first duty station was in Okinawa, Japan. And for those of you that have never had the, the fortune, really the blessing to be stationed in Japan or to visit Japan or just to be around that culture, then you need to start saving up the pennies, start taking the time to really go and experience it. Because of all the places I've been in the world, over 40, 50 different countries now throughout my time in the Air Force and just life in general, Okinawa has been the, the most welcoming the most attributing and and just the most amazing experience that I can say I've had to this day. And it has been the Japanese culture, the Okinawan culture has been one of the biggest influences on my life, my persona and who War Lion One actually is. So constructing the beast and the seven irrefutable laws, the principles actually stem from the Bushido code um, and the, the seven mantras, the seven tenets that the greatest warriors in history the samurai would follow and live by. And G is the law of respect. And the law of respect states this. A true warrior is acutely honest throughout their dealings with all people. They believe in justice, not from other people, but from themselves. All points of view are deeply considered regarding honesty, justice, and integrity. And the way I read that in a nutshell is keeping it real. But not just some fake pseudo bullshit you know that you like to show other people or to, to make it seem like you're self-righteous or more than you are the law of g and the law of respect is respecting who you are respecting your inner warrior and being able to portray that inner warrior to the rest of the world right it makes it super important to do that because if you're not doing that then what are you doing if you're not living your truth then who are you really and that quote i read is actually the opening quote to Law 3, Part 3, 
Embrace Rejection, which I will begin to read to you all right now. And once I read it through, we will talk about why this has come up today. Law 3, Part 3. Embrace Rejection. Believe it or not, people don't care about your pursuit to success. What seems important to you will be a passing thought to someone else. Regardless of how noble your mission is, it is yours to own. Between your competition, lack of clout, and changing demographics, a lot of people won't acknowledge its existence. Many people will blow you off, and only a couple may actually support what you're doing. The good news is, for those few supporters, can be all you need to drive the boat to success. I've never met a billionaire who built their wealth from the ground up, but I'm sure if you ask them about rejection, they talk about it like it was their best friend. It's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you put blood, sweat, tears, and money you don't even have into creating something. Unfortunately, rejection is a common space in life in a pursuit of success. It's inevitable. One can almost argue that you wouldn't be successful without it. If you haven't been rejected, you're either in denial or have been playing it too safe. If you spoke to one million people, there's a chance that only 1% of them will engage with your plan. Keep in mind, that's still 10,000 people. That's 9,989 more than what made Bill Gates a billionaire. If you bail out with the first 9,988 no's, you won't get the opportunity at that one yes. That one yes could scale your life or at least give you the boost to keep pushing. The opportunity is there. You just have to open the door. That is by far one of my favorite passages from my own book, which I know may seem a little bit narcissistic, but understand that how important it is to, you know, give advice, but be able to take your own advice. I mean, we can be our own worst critics. And at the same time, for some reason, we just don't want to listen to ourselves. You know, that's one of the one of the plights of human nature. But we won't get too much into that. The reason why I took the time to really uh Take out some moments to highlight that that passage is because there are so many different creators within the world, hundreds of thousands of them. And the art, the passion, the inspiration that we see put out into the world is only a small figment of that imagination, only a tiny fragment of that ability. And I know for a fact, I, I see people, I meet them every single day that have the courage to do it but they just haven't pushed themselves to get to that point because I get questions all the time. I get asked, uh, I, I see things like how, how do you keep going? How are you able to write books? How are you able to create? How are you able to do these things? And, and my answer to you all is I, I'm just a regular man, just a regular guy with, with no, no more or less ability than you all. Okay. I, we all have natural God-given ability. You just have to understand that what it truly takes is the courage to be able to put your art out there, to be able to open it up to criticism, because a lot of things will happen when that when that goes down. OK, you will get feedback. <laughs> That's the number one thing is whether it's good or it's fucking bad and you will get feedback. But my my advice to all my creators out there is to use that as constructive criticism. Take that upon yourself to weed through the bad, weed through the good, and be able to use that to make yourself better. It doesn't matter if you get all bad feedback. Remember, you can get 9,989 no's, or you can get 10,000 people who say it's good, and then on the backhand, get 12,000 who say it's bad. It, the good and the bad is irrelevant. It's about having that courage to put your art out there and being able to say, you fucking did it. Here's the next part of the chapter. 
Your duty is to recognize the positive need for rejection and use it as constructive criticism. Depending upon who it comes from and how it's delivered varies the benefits you can get from it. In business, it helps you get down to the why your idea or pitch doesn't resonate with your audience. Banks, boards, and investors will hear you out, but none of them may provide you resources to scale. Every time you are turned down, it is a new opportunity. An opportunity to reach out for feedback to refine your process, refine your pitch, or enhance your business plan. And you know what? For those of you that may not, business may not be in your favor. There's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody is going to be cut out for business. Not everybody wants to do that. So I'll, I'll caveat that with this next chapter. In social life, it helps narrow down the people that don't belong in your circle. If you have an idea, a business plan, or just trying to spit game, being rejected is key to personal dominance. Rejection should be sought as a way of process. Those improvements must be sought outside your close circle and the people you are comfortable with. Grandma will always tell you how good your cookies are because she doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Having a pool of different levels of people who don't give a shit about your feelings will give you 360 feedback. The good, the bad, and the ugly. From there, the difficult part is finding the commonality and knowing what to move forward with. Having something to move forward with is better than nothing. And I will close the book right there because there is so much more that we have to explore. But I just want to really in reinforce the idea of this. There is a power in being able to embrace rejection. No one knows how far their success will actually take them. I don't know how far my success is going to go. I can't be sure how far the world is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But I, what I can be sure of is today I will use my art, my craft, my God-given ability to make the world better. And regardless of what criticism I get, I will continue to work on that and make myself better. And that's the mindset you have to have. That's the, that's the mindset, the spirit of a lion mentality. Because once you adopt that, there's no telling how far you can go. In fact, one can even go as far to say as there are no limits.